Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 25th of November 2022. We'll be covering the future of MEV and crypto yield sources. Let's get to it. On November the 12th, a post titled "The Future of MEV is Suave" was published on Flashbot. The main content of which is as follows: Over the past year, we thought hard about how that MEV market structure would have to look like, and arrived at the following principles. First, to neutralize the pressure from exclusive order flow, users should be empowered with pre-confirmation privacy and entitled to any MEV they create. Further, their transactions should be private. Yet available to all block builders. Second, to neutralize the pressure from cross-domain MEV, block builders across chains have to integrate with each other. But similar to how the original Flashbots auction integrated searches with miners, they must do it in an open and permissionless way. And finally, the first two components: a transaction system that empowers users and a block building system that empowers builders, must themselves be decentralized or risk becoming corrupted in time. After successfully isolating the centralizing effects of MVV to the block builder role, we turn ourselves towards a new challenge to decentralize block building itself. Exclusive order flow and cross-domain MVV present emerging centralization threats to all cryptocurrencies. Sure enough, make so MVV decentralized, or this decentralization of crypto will be lost. To hold ourselves to our decentralization commitments, we are building Swabe. The single unifying auction for value expression, Swave unbundles the mempool and block builder role from existing blockchains and offers a highly specialized and decentralized plug-and-play alternative. Sharing the same sequencing layer allows crypto to stay decentralized. Block builders to capture cross-domain MEV maximizes the validators to revenue and users to transact with the best execution, while reducing the economic centralization pressure on each domain. Our industry today is tiny. To face the future and the world, we have to do a lot better. We understand that the obvious incentive in MEV is to compete. However, we would like to instead encourage the community to collaborate, because we deserve to see what meaningful decentralization look like in the context of MEV. Because we are all here thanks to cryptocurrency's unique decentralized nature and its global reach, because these are all important properties that we hold dear. That are worth preserving, because the end game of block building becoming centralized is something we must all unite against. On November twenty-fifth, Mikey Zero X published an article titled "Crypto Yield Sources: Not All Yield Is Created Equal" on Medium. The main content of the article is as follows: One of the main advantages of decentralized finance is that it is open for anyone to participate from anywhere at any time. With this comes the opportunity to earn yields as a DeFi participant that would otherwise be difficult or impossible to access in the traditional financial realm. The permissionless and open source nature of crypto has turned DeFi into a complex ecosystem that is both wide and deep, evidenced by the endless protocol mechanism designs and the 2,000 plus total protocols that exist today. As a result. Discovering the types of yields that existing and navigating the underlying trade-offs between them is a difficult task. There are eight major use cases in DeFi that currently exist. One, liquidity, accessing liquidity for crypto assets in a permissionless and instantaneous manner. Two, swapping, buying and selling tokens in an efficient and seamless fashion. Three, directional trading, executing a trade based on a specific view about a market's or assets. Price direction, whether it is long or short. Four, 
Borrowing and Leverage Trading Borrowing capital instantly and at an efficient rate to increase exposure to a particular asset or market. 5. Yield Farming Deploying assets passively or productively in order to earn a return. 6. Staking Delegating capital to a project or validator with the expectation of receiving a portion of generated yields. 7. Depositing capital Deposit assets into protocols and or pools to generate a return as a liquidity or counterparty liquidity provider or lender. 8. Storage Securely storing crypto assets without sacrificing custody. Of course, there are other opportunities with Web3 such as A. Under-collateralized lending to either Goldfinch, non-crypto borrower focus, or Maple, which is crypto-native institutions. B. Providing stablecoin pair liquidity on new EVM chains to earn trading fees from bridges, farmers, and experimenters. C. Earning emission tokens through platform deposits and borrowers on new lending platforms. D. Earning trading fees while acting as counterparty liquidity through tokens such as GLP and Gains Network Die Vault. E. Hedging or monetizing the premium on steady cash flows from block space through Akimia. F. Shorting volatility and earning yields by depositing into Opium's Squeeze Crab Vault. In crypto, risk appetite correlated directly with yield and total return potential. The higher the upside, the higher the downside. The most important aspect is that users are given optionality. And we envision that more diverse yield sources will continue to grow as more primitives and opportunities come on chain. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.